Hi, welcome to this very special edition of SideQuest, where we're talking Parasite Eve. I have a special guest guest with me today. I uh, can't talk, but uh, JJ's back again. Uh, hey, JJ, how are you doing? What's up? I'm, I'm here and I'm excited. Great game. Awesome. It is a great game. And we just did a video collaboration over on JJ's channel. Uh, excuse me. Uh, game Room Revival on YouTube. Uh, it was a really fun project, man. I'm glad... I'm I think it turned out that awesome too, to be honest with you. I, I like, as soon as I got done editing it, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch And I texted you. I was like, I'm going to watch it once through and then I'm going to see if I got to fix anything. And I watched it through. And I was like, I think this is like my favorite video that I've done so far. It's so cool. So <laughs> it yeah, so that's legit. Man. It's awesome. Yeah. I it really, was, really it was enjoyed so it. Good. The, uh, first off, it gave me the excuse to go back and play Parasite Eve, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time anyway. Uh, but to actually have, reason to do it was was enough for me to get in yeah. and do it but on top of that i mean we we each wrote kind of our own review and then you put them together and, and made an uh awesome video out of it and it turned out great so i highly recommend that everyone go check out his video on youtube it's 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 great trust me go watch it <laughs> it was really uh, fun well it was fun to make uh editing I never like before I started doing this. I realized people always complain about editing and how long it takes and stuff. And I did a little bit in high school. Man, it was a twelve-minute video. It took me like eight hours to put together. It was oh, no, crazy. No kidding, man. Yeah, oh. that's the thing that I, th- I think a lot of people don't understand when it comes to making a video like that. Editing is just one part of it. That's just one single part of it. Yeah, that takes a long time to do. But I mean, writing the review, well, playing the game, first of all, uh, you got to play through the game. Then you got to write your review. Writing your review is a lot harder than I thought it would be. I mean, when I was writing down points uh, of the game that I could remember while playing it, it I felt like I needed to probably take notes while I play while I played the game. And sure. I didn't do that. Uh, but I think I got most of what I wanted to get out of. Uh, I thought it was memory, great, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, that was fantastic. Uh, so writing the review and then you had to put together the script. You had to put together mm-hmm. how the shots were going to go, like all of it. It was it was a time intensive project, but it it was it turned out great as a result. So I got I got to give kudos to you, too, because you uh, uh, I love Mark and Brian from my old podcast. Yeah, but they never great. met deadlines ever, like ever. <laughs> and the first time I ask you for something. You're like, when you need it done? I was like, uh, I don't know, this day? And you're like, all right, done. And it was finished. And I was like, oh, crap, now I have to get it done. So that, <laughs> that pushed me to get it done on time because I was like, I was like, oh, come on, it's a lot. And I don't expect him. It's fine. And then you did it. And I was like, man, there's nothing, busy this weekend. <laughs> there's nothing that uh, frustrates me more than when somebody tells me a deadline and, and then they don't do it. It's just like, because <laughs> you, I'm a planner and I have to plan things around I am too. certain things. And uh, yeah, it's like. If I've made plans to do something else and it doesn't happen, then I'm like, ah, oh, I feel kind of lost and screwed. Not to mention my job is nothing but deadlines. So I'm already in that mode. Understandable. So, it was awesome. But the reason for this podcast yeah. is we are going to go into some spoilers that we couldn't really get into with the review, uh, specifically story spoilers. So we're not going to do a rehash or anything of the video. If you guys want to see the video review, please go watch it. Otherwise, if you've already played the game and you would like to hear our opinions and our frustrations, maybe, uh, of the storyline or something, then stick around. Otherwise spoilers. So don't listen. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, you're 20 year old game. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so, th- so to kick things off, man, I, 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 I kind of didn't want to start with the end of the game, but I kind of want to start with the end of the game, the end of the Your game, show. man, the end of the game, I, it frustrated me to no end that last boss battle. It, it literally made me almost put the thing down and not touch it again. I was so frustrated. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about the final boss. There's like four versions of this boss. Yeah. Um, 
And this is right after you fight Eve, by the way. And I don't remember if you even get a save. Yes, you do. You get to save right after you fight Eve. Mm -hmm. Eve was not a hard battle, but it was it was a it was harder battle from what we've played in the past. And uh, so you go from that straight to the the little demon thing. What was it called? Do you remember? Oh, God, no. I just called it Demon Baby. It was a demon baby, and it was a creepy-looking demon baby with the little cries. Oh, man, when I heard that coming out of my little Vita, it was like... It was disturbing. It was. It was. It really was. And he's coming out of the water. And Anyway, that that whole sequence I thought was really cool. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that the... I'm glad that I saw it through to the end because the ending was good. It was just like, why does the the change in difficulty at that final battle didn't make any sense to me. I will tell you, um, and this is probably because I had to do it four times. um, And two of which I was because I died on the, uh, the final thing where you're, you kill the boss and you're running through at the very end. Um, I actually, when I, when I got to like my third and fourth time, I smoked all four stages. It was super easy and just plowed through it. Um, and a big reason with that for that also, um, I don't, I don't know if this maybe was your issue or something like that, but when you, when you finish that battle with Eve, the first one, and then you transition to the next place where you're on the ship, um, and you do get that opportunity to save for some reason, um, right where the, uh, you know, maybe that's why they do it when, you know, when they, when the dude asks you like, you know, what armor do you want me to keep for you? And that's what you can carry over to the next save. Yeah. Um, it strips you of your armor. So you're not wearing it anymore. And so yeah. the first, the first time that I went into that battle, I was, had no armor on and I like got to like, I think the third phase and I got absolutely annihilated. Cause I was like, how am I supposed to even dodge in anything? Cause it, it's so freaking hard. Oh, and then the oh, time after that, maybe I didn't notice that. So you're saying after you talk to him and you name your armor, he actually it actually de-equips it. You have no armor on. You, all you have is your weapon on. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Maybe. And it made a big I, difference. As, it's as far as how much damage you took, especially even yeah. leveling it up at all. Huh. That's interesting. Well, I mean that part, like it. I, I was hoping to carry all of my stuff and not just a few of it, uh, like the named stuff. So. As yeah. I can recall, you just carry the named items with you, so... Uh, you you can carry one that. weapon and one piece of armor, and that's it. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I, the game basically just assumes that you've been, like, kind of putting all your points towards just those two pieces of gear, and then whatever, like, inventory slots or anything. I literally, every single point I did, the entire game went to attack. Because I remember the last time I played it, and I was like, I never did enough damage. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm not running into that this time. I'm going to yeah. focus on dodging and just hitting really hard. And uh, it paid off in the end for me. So. So where I made the mistake is like you were saying in your review, talking about how it makes sense to upgrade the, your number of shots. You would think uh-huh. seven shots equals seven times the damage. No, it yep. doesn't. It, no, it actually, it actually was the weakest weapon that I had. And I was really disappointed by that. And uh, so, and not to, it, it First of all, it takes low damage with each shot, mm-hmm. but you are kind of frozen while she goes through all seven shots, leaving yep. you open for attack. Uh, so that was not the proper way to play that game. So I had to rebuild uh, a new weapon before I went into that last battle. You can replace that seven shots, though, with something else. Like you can remove that because I did it. I, I put I put on seven shots because I was experimenting as well. I did it at one point in the game, and then uh, you can actually take that off and replace it with something else. And I replaced it with a uh, with a two, um, and then you get at one point you get the uh, there's an ability that lets you do two actions in one turn. So I was actually doing two shots and then two shots. So I was doing two shots of full power and then two shots yeah. of full power all in one turn, and it was I, that's how I did so much damage at the end. It was crazy. So with the same gun, uh, it yeah. was doing more damage with less shots. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. Like. Uh... I guess I never noticed that whenever you're adding shots to a gun, it was de- decreasing the amount of damage it does. Yeah, it like spreads it out, but I it's I I like I don't know. I read somewhere that it spreads it out evenly, but there's no way that that's true because I was doing no. so much less with that many shots. It was it ridiculous. Was yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 
so I had to change. Actually, the only gun that I had on me at that time was a shotgun. So I couldn't get much distance in between me and the, the final boss. Oh, so yeah, you definitely um, had a rough time with the, with the final it, boss. Man, it was, it was rough. I, I did beat him the first time, uh, surprisingly, but it was not an easy trek. Uh, the only other problem that I had was with my armor. So, or my, my PE energy, my PE mm-hmm. energy it was replenishing. I was using a lot of it because I like to use that ultimate, um, yeah. form of, uh-huh. of, of Aya, excuse me. So I would let that all charge up, use it, and then have to wait for it to charge up again. And then my PE would just stop. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like, how do I charge this? It, the game doesn't really explain to you no, how it doesn't. to charge your PE. So I had to get online and, and look it up and it turns out that you have to switch your armor back and forth to charge it up. And so however that works out, one piece of armor helps your um, PE charge. And then once your PE energy stops charging, then you have to switch armor and then it'll do it again. And the good thing is, is you can still reuse the old one that you took off and it may, and it'll work again. Like new it's, it's, it's really weird system that isn't explained. And so how many, how many times did you actually get to use that move? in uh in battle i used it i used it on the second form like more than once though on the second form no no i don't think so maybe i don't remember now um but i I know i didn't use it on the first form because the first form yeah first form is a joke yeah um but the second form i may have used it twice i know i used it i used it at least four times i would say throughout the entire battle Wow. And yeah. in the last battle, you can't really use it because it doesn't the, even do anything. The, yeah, it doesn't do anything because uh, the the uh, final form only takes one damage per shot. So correct until really you get the, the cut scene with the bullets that have her DNA in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, so the, the most frustrating part about this is that I knew that it was going to have multiple forms. Uh, I mean, that's that's a given for any Squaresoft game or JRPG for that matter. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something that I wish could, they could get away from and maybe they have, I don't know. I haven't played many modern JRPGs to, to find out if they've really gotten away from that. JRPGs have always had issue with that as far as like, like they do that to make it feel epic. And I think there's plenty of, you know, other games outside of JRPGs that show that you obviously don't have to do that to make something epic. Um, and I, right. I think there's, there's, I'm sure there are examples, and if I had some time, I could probably think of some. But I, I think for the most part, they've always relied on like just these crazy transformations and being like, "Oh, yeah. you thought this was my final form," you know? Like, <laughs> it's very uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 frustrating to know that you're going to go into a boss boss battle knowing that what you're fighting now is not going to be what you end up fighting ultimately. And right. so I, I always expect one maybe two but three or four or, uh no 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 three transformations three transformations yeah yeah that that last transformation i was like man come on this is <laughs> i'm done with this i'm i was already almost dead i was out of healing items i was like i i can't do this somehow i managed to get through it that last form is it's easy to dodge the little lasers that it shoots out yeah uh and I managed to get through that. And I was so happy. I like, I had to pause the game and take a breath and be like, got through it. I'm good. Yep. Run and that's the still door. not over. It's still not over. So right after that happens, the little blob thing starts following you. And so you have to run into this door and go inside the ship. And instinctively, I see the freaking phone right there. I'm like, yes, I'm saving. I'm not doing that again. Screw that. I, yes, went up, saved my game and ran to the door. And while she was going through her door animation, the thing touched me and it's an instant kill. One, yep. one hit shot and you're done. And I was like, no way. There's no way. Sure enough. Yeah. It, it, it killed me and I had to restart the whole battle all over again. I was, yep. I was not happy. That happened to me once, uh, because the first time that I died at that last part, I had accidentally, uh, ran the wrong way down one of the corridors. And so I like ran yeah. right into it. Um, cause oh. when you go through the corridors, they, it's kind of like the, you know, you don't know which way you're going to is forward on the other side. Um, <laughs> yeah. and so I accidentally ran right back into him and died on that. Oh. And then the next time I was like, well, I'm not going to let that happen again. So I'm going to save, Nope. <laughs> Kill oh, me again. <laughs> Sounds like you had even more reason to quit than I did. 
I was I was pissed at the end. I was yeah. I was so angry and ready to just throw it. And I was like, I'm not I'm not letting this game beat me again. I'm just gonna freaking do it. So like I said, at that point, <laughs> I I had the final boss on lock. Like I I was just plowing through all four phases, super easy. Yeah. And it was a joke. I was like at the point where I was like, you get to the cutscene where you know Daniel jumps out of the helicopter and everything, and I'm like, I just oh, wish I could skip so this cool. crap. Come on. <laughs> like as cool as it was to see the first time, I was like, right, I don't need to see this five more times. Come on. So you know, it was. It, well, I mean. I got to hear, see the creepy demon baby and the weird water sounds that was coming out of it whenever he was crawling up on the ship. Yeah. So the sound effects in that game were really, they were really good. I, uh, I that whole it. fight with the baby is kind of like a good example of that whole game. Like it kind of like shows you pretty much like, yeah, it's going to be really cool to look at and you're going to see some amazing technical things, but it's going to be weird as hell. Yeah, pretty much. You didn't know what to expect, and I'm glad I didn't know going into this what to expect because yeah. seeing that that demon baby coming out out of the water was was pretty pretty cool. Uh, but that night that I, I was that night that that happened, I was already playing for I don't know two or three hours on my Vita. I was just laying in bed, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so close! I got to get through it, push through it, push through it." And uh, uh, because actually. Um, I just finished the museum and the museum is the most frustrating level in the entire game. It was a cool level. I really liked like the layout of it and visually everything was cool about it, but it was a maze and I could never tell where I was going. Um, actually, yeah, that's, that's another topic that I want to talk about, but to finish my thought real quick, the, uh, I laid that game down after that happened. I, I got killed and I laid it down. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this. So I went to bed, woke up the next morning. Immediately before I got out of bed, I picked the Vita up and started playing it again. I was like, I'm going to beat him this time. <laughs> got through, beat him again and paused my game, got YouTube up and found a walkthrough. And I knew that it was a one hit kill if that thing touched me again and I, I didn't want to do it again. So yeah. I watched screen by screen and did exactly what I was supposed to do based upon the, on the YouTube video, because you got to run away from that creature and there's a lot of different rooms and camera angles that you got to contend with. And like you said, you might accidentally run back into him again. And I didn't right. want to do that. So yeah, uh, I, I cheated on that final part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, what's sad is that I had a map as well and I still died twice on that final part. So uh, it's although the map didn't say don't save here. And it didn't like I was just uh, yeah I I don't know I think I was like too worried to even look at the map really the map I used like I have the strategy guide um, and I like I, I collect them so I have tons of strategy guides lying around um, yeah. and I had one for this game and I did the last time I played it too when I didn't finish it originally so I mean that just shows you I never read anything because I'm sure in there somewhere probably told me like hey do this with your weapons and stuff and I just ignored it. But I use it for the maps, so that's how I got through. You were saying the museum. That's how I got through it was was by using the maps on that because there was no way I was going to navigate that many rooms uh, no. without it. That was it would have been awful. It it I didn't use a guide or anything for that part, Ugh. and uh, I was dude. I I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go half the time. I was spending a lot of times. Like I knew that I wanted to get to a certain room that I'd been to before, but I couldn't remember how to get back to that room. And uh, because every screen that you hit, like usually like with a Resident Evil game specifically, I remember the original Resident Evil, I you have that map and you know where you are at all times and it's easy to navigate. In this game, there's no map. There's no there's no nothing. I mean, it's it's just walk through a room and guess where you are. And because the camera angles change and rotate, you don't have a good you can't perceive exactly where you are within a given room. I couldn't yeah. tell you the layout of that museum at all. <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you, like in, in a lot of games that where, where I'm not using a guide or not using a map or some sort of walkthrough or something like that, um, especially in JRPGs, I don't mind that as much if I'm like battling and I'm getting experience and, and fighting and stuff like that and leveling up. But this game like plateaus your experience. So even though, yeah, you might be fighting a ton of battles in that area, once you hit a certain level, it's going to take so long for you to even get to the next one that it's not even going to make a difference how many battles you fight. Um, unless, you know, you yeah. want to actually just go crazy in there, which, you know, is, it's just ridiculous how long it takes otherwise. 
So it wasn't really even helping me get stronger or anything like that. And that's, I kind of try to avoid that. I get the same way, like with, uh, with people always rag on me when I say this, but with Zelda, I hate combat in Zelda because I feel like I never get anything out of it. Uh, I like to get experience points. I like to feel like I'm getting stronger. Uh, no, a rupee or an arrow is not going to cut it for me. Let me level up. (laughs) No, you're, you're exactly right. I feel the same way. If I don't get something out of defeating an enemy, then I'm not going to, I'm going to try to avoid it if I can. Uh, this game doesn't let you do that because of random encounters. Uh, so you you kind of have to fight everything. The other problem is I kept running out of bullets. I, I uh, reached a point really? in the museum. I was battling so much in the museum that I, I kept running out of bullets and I couldn't figure out how to replenish them. Uh, turns out there was a one specific enemy in there that drops them. And uh, so I would farm that enemy and build up my ammo stock before I'm I wondering, to progress. Do you, know, do you remember what level you were at when you finished the game? Uh, I don't know. I'm wondering, I like, because I, I literally had, like, about, I had two full ammo boxes at the end. Wow. Like, <laughs> I, I had, like, 2,000 bullets. Like, it was ridiculous. I didn't have them both on me. I only had one on me. That's um, so weird but to me. I, like, yeah, and to be honest, like, I remember the first time I played, ammo was an issue. Um, yeah. So, I obviously, you're, you're definitely not alone in, in, in that, and I'm just wondering how that happened. That's so crazy. Yeah. Actually, I, I think I know how it happened. It's because I went through a good chunk of the game using that seven shot gun that did hardly any damage. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how that happened. I um, ended so up actually I, looking at a video that that kind of taught me because I, I was not going to let myself fall into that trap again. And I wanted to know a little bit more about it. And there was a video that I watched that actually like a little tutorial on uh, on the gear system and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I think this game is lacking on is uh just instruction, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for a game that uh, lets me learn on my own. I love that style. But when you're when your gameplay elements are so intricate and not easily understood through just normal gameplay, then yeah. you're doing something wrong. Not to mention with with limited <laughs> ammo like you ran into and, and not even that many places to go. Uh, it's not like you can put together a build then go out to someplace that has enemies run around and fight for a little bit to see what works go back yeah. and start over again you got to conserve your ammo you got to make sure that you're you know not overdoing it and and it, there's a lot to take into consideration yeah i wish that i had understood the more ammo less damage concept a little bit earlier on i think i would have had an easier time especially in the museum uh yeah. but i i did i did get through the museum i i, I got to a point where the enemies were weren't anything to me. I, I think I over leveled myself for that for the museum because I played through it for so long. Uh, but it was still it was still the museum was cool. I mean, I liked I liked the exhibits that you could run through and check yeah. out. Uh, they some of them had. So uh, here's another thing I didn't understand. Some of them would have an item like you would go up and push the voice box and you would read the text over the description of the exhibit that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would have like you would answer a question yep. and it would give you an item, it, whether you were right, I guess, as far as I could yeah. tell. Um, and I got an item once and then the other ones was like, I don't even I, I couldn't even tell you the answer to some of these. But yeah, at that point in the game, that's when I was really desperate for ammo. So I was really like relying on those things to give me ammo. And I, I didn't realize about the uh, it was the Raptors, I think, that kept dropping ammo. <clears throat> so I didn't realize that yet. But uh, then you go from that to realizing that I guess that's where the whole storyline kind of where you learn like what everything is and what's going on. And uh, you learn that. uh Eve is at a sperm bank trying to create a baby. And uh, uh, the, the, the storyline is so, is so goofy and weird and interesting. It's unique. Yeah. It's um, definitely out you, there. It is, but I, it really was a driving force for me to keep going. I mean, I, to be honest with you, as much as I loved the originality of the battle system, I wasn't fully invested in it. I, I, it was, I liked it more towards the beginning. I didn't like it so much towards the end. I felt like it was harder and harder to dodge incoming attacks. And I felt like it was um, my misunderstanding of how the weapon system worked was uh, really hurting me. So it's I mean, you sound pretty much like exactly how I was the first time I played it. 
Um, yeah. Just, I, yeah. And like some of the, there's some moves that are impossible to dodge. Like that whole fight on the, uh, in the park when you're on the, uh, the carriage. Like, oh yeah. No, how are you not going to get hit there? Like, really? Was that, was that your most frustrating battle? Um, no, honestly, like I said, I, I didn't have that hard of a time with the battles, um, up until that very end when I didn't have any armor on. Um, mm. and that was because I would take huge damage. Like I said, I, I kept my number of shots low for most of the game. And also every single bonus point that I could get all went to, went attack. to attack every yeah, single I thing. I so I was that. just damage, damage, damage. And I was hitting so hard by the, I would say, uh, between 150 and 200 damage per shot at the end that's, and when i'm doing four shots per turn like it was it i was just blowing through everything well to give you an idea my seven shots i was doing between 15 and 25 damage per shot oh. it was significantly less yeah yeah that's rough um, it was but uh as much as i complain about that final boss battle it actually wasn't the most frustrating boss battle for me the one that uh really gave me a hard time that I had to do over and over again was the, uh, I think it was, it was in the, not in the sewers. Uh, yeah. in the sewers, the alligator um, type thing. No, the second sewers. It was about, it was right before the museum, the level right before the museum. Yeah. I remember um, this. I remember the second sewers. I'm just trying to think of what the boss was. It was, it was a spider or a scorpion or something like that. Was it, it the uh, the worm that or the like the caterpillar worm, yes. worm looking thing that split yeah. into four things? Yep. Okay, yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That one gave me a hard time. I could not figure out how to dodge the attacks from that that worm. Every time it would roll into a ball and then it'd come at you, I couldn't yeah. dodge those. And then when you're trying to take shots uh, at one specific portion of the worm uh, to try to take it, because you got to take out basically four parts or four worms, yeah. and. Uh, so I couldn't figure out which ones I was hitting and which ones I wasn't. So my damage was being spread out amongst the four and I wasn't able to take one out at a time or anything like that. On top of that, I was shooting like, I don't think I had the seven shot yet at that point. I was shooting like five. So I was shooting five Still. bullets at a time. But every time I, she stopped to take five shots, it's pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Give me and that they're slow. hitting you and the that, whole time. Oh man. Yep. Rocking me, man. And uh, yeah, that boss battle gave me a, a tough time. I almost wish knowing what I know now, I almost wish that I could go back and, and try to, uh, I don't know. I wish that I could have, or would have maybe looked at a guide or something to understand the battle system a little bit better. It's a short game. Like, you know, just take your current save file that you've got, play through it. And like, you know, I don't right now, but I mean like a couple I, years or honestly, something, go back and just do it that way. That's why I played. I'm, I'm about midway through my second playthrough. And that's oh, okay. probably the biggest reason why I did that is because I felt like the game was hard for me the first time around. And the second time yeah. around, I'm like powering through it real easily, killing bosses within a matter of a few turns. And it's yeah. I'm loving it. So <laughs> I'm like taking full advantage of it and trying to get through. Uh, I'm curious to try out the Chrysler Tower, but I don't know to me it's like the battle system was not my favorite part of the game so i don't know if i want to do a level that's only that you know right and that was kind of my thing is like i that's why i asked you like do you know if there's any story additions that are that come with that and I everything think, and i think there is i think i've heard that there is so i don't know mm. um but i mean well, if you do it still, let me know <laughs> i'm probably won't i've got enough other games <laughs> to play at this point but uh, i hear that i, uh, I do want at least go in there and check it out if if for sure. nothing else to then to see the pre-rendered backgrounds and enemies and stuff that are in there it's unlocked at the <laughs> beginning of the game right yeah yep yeah it's unlocked i just haven't gone to it yet mm. um <clears throat> but i mean i think ultimately this is still a game that everybody should should check out it's you know, I'm griping about it now. I didn't gripe about it in the review because I don't want to put off a, a negative vibe. I don't feel negatively about the game. No. There was just some small things that were super frustrating for me. Um, but it's, well, it I mean, that's, that's kind of what you're game. doing here is you're, you're kind of like putting a, a little, uh, little bit of a warning out there. Like, Hey, don't fall into the yeah. same trap that I'm in, you know, with, uh, yeah. do a little research on, on how the systems work and, and how to work on your gear and stuff. Did you ever upgrade your inventory? Just out of curiosity. 
Yes. Uh, right. I don't remember how many slots I got to, but yeah, I had quite a few open slots, but I would still fill them up easily. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I threw away a lot because I did not upgrade my oh, inventory at all. Every, every single time I fought an enemy, I would end up getting like poison, anti-poison medicine or whatever. I threw all that away. Yep. Yeah. I was like, well, I know I'm going to need it because this one enemy still poisons me every time I fight it. So it would be nice to have it. And yeah, so I inventory management became uh, a real problem. And I did mention that in my review. That was probably one of the most frustrating parts for me is like every single time I couldn't just win a battle and move on. I had to win a battle, go through my inventory, figure out what I want to drop, figure out what I want to keep. And that was every single time. And it was it was annoying. But Oh, and I had to keep the medicines, too, because that I didn't understand the P.E. energy part until the end of the game either. So I would also run out of P.E. energy and I couldn't heal myself when I needed to. Uh, so I would have to rely on meds to, to heal me. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much got rid of all my junk because um, I knew I wasn't going to be doing a second playthrough anytime soon. Um, and I, that's pretty much when you would use that stuff anyways, unless you really want to grind hard. Um, at the end, which I, I just didn't want to because I didn't see the point since I was already doing so much damage. Um, yeah. I threw away all my status ailment healing items because uh, I didn't need that because I could use my PE powers. Um, yeah. And I also, like, every weapon that I had either got dismantled or just put into storage. Same with armor. Except for what yeah. I was using, everything went in there. Uh, the items that, that Meta gives, they don't do anything. So they all went into storage and everything. I literally would just carry just tons of healing items. That was weird to me. Like when he handed those to me, I was like, oh, this means something. But I have no idea. Nothing. What. Nothing. <laughs> Literally says it in the guide. Like nothing. That was one thing I did notice. Uh, I know oh, I said weird. before I didn't didn't read much, but I, I was like, I was curious as to what that did. So I looked it up and was like, you can put this in your inventory because it didn't or in your uh, storage because it didn't do anything. I was like, oh, I, thanks, dude. Know, some of the shortcomings of this game make me think that maybe it wasn't. Maybe they didn't have enough time to finish the game. Because I feel like there's some things in there that aren't thought out, such as those items, such as the lack of explaining how the weapons and stuff work. True. It could also be a and I, I, I hate to think this, but it could also have been on purpose to be like, here's more to deal with your inventory issues. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> try to try to make your life a little bit more frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it may be. Uh, but honestly, the length of the game is 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 awesome. I, I like that it's a short game. Absolutely. In a world where every game that I play now is, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours long, it's refreshing yep. to play a game that's eight to 10 hours, you know? And absolutely. I, 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 I make time for games like that. I have a hard time making time for games like Red Dead Redemption, you know? It's just, yeah. it's not within my schedule. And a game <laughs> that's this good, that's eight to 10 hours. So and it's 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 still really good and um I think that's the gist of my frustrations with the game um as far as like positives go um I guess we'd really discuss those in the review I don't know that I can really add much to that uh other did than you ever, the, the just out of curiosity did you ever play the second one No and I kind of oh. like to I heard that it's completely different yeah, I haven't either. I'm, I am. I mean, I always wanted to finish the first one first, obviously, but I definitely want to check out the second one at some point. And Third Birthday, I heard, is... Uh, I've played Third Birthday. <laughs> third Birthday is not it, bad. It's is not, it as sexist as they say? No, I didn't. I mean, like, the like front of with the, the damage. Your, what is it? I heard, I heard every time she takes damage, more of her clothes come off or get, like, more tattered and oh. torn. Oh. Yeah, that is, that is a thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, what? Come on. What is the point? Like... <laughs> I, it's, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, I'm just kind of like, like, I'm not one of one of those people who, who gets like offended by that stuff. But at the same time, I'm just like, isn't there something you could have done to devote the time and resources to make another aspect of the game better? You know, I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's it's Japanese. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way I Fair explain enough. it all. Fair enough. Um, yeah. The, the thing is with that game is it doesn't feel like the original Parasite Eve, even the second game. Now I have. I have played the second game, but very, very briefly, maybe 20, 30 minutes in. And it's the battle systems are so different. It's more action oriented. Uh, I would classify it as like a third person shooter. Third birthday is. Oh, really? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I I don't remember many RPG elements um, at all, really, and it, which is weird to me because the first game is an RPG. It is straight up an RPG. Yeah. Uh, it's not a survival horror like it was marketed to be. It was marketed to be for that crowd of people who enjoyed Resident Evil like myself, and it, it wasn't that at all. They never played Resident Evil. I just, like I said in the review, I I saw SquareSoft on the box and I was like, done, sold, I'm in. And that makes sense because it is what Square does best and that's their RPGs. It certainly wasn't like any of the other Square RPGs at the time, though. It was close. Uh, Okay, I've I've got, playing through that reminded me a lot of Final Fantasy VIII. Did you get that impression at Uh, all? I mean, now that I think about it, I could see it a little bit, yeah. Uh, but like Manhattan and like a little too much sci-fi, uh, why well, I say too much, not, not like it's a bad thing, but I just, I don't know. I, anytime I thought JRPGs, I thought like fantasy setting or at least a mix of I fantasy and, and, and some sort of realism on, on some level, like Final Fantasy eight absolutely like has the realistic look and, and that kind of thing, but there's still like major fantasy elements within that. Parasite Eve right. doesn't have any of that, but I, I could well, definitely see a comparison on, on some level. I'm thinking more in terms of looks and gameplay more than uh, setting uh, or even story. Like uh, the character animations and models reminded me so much of a Final Fantasy VIII character. I mean, they looked very similar to me. The kind of tall, pixelated, uh, you know polygonal look that they had and their yeah. and their postures and their mannerisms and the way they reacted to certain situations reminded me of the characters in Final Fantasy 8 quite a bit. Who was the character um, designer, do you know? For for Sorry, either yeah. game. I don't know. Uh not only that, but the <clears throat> the way that you would explore environments and find little treasure chests and stuff and find things within them also was a characteristic of a final fantasy game yeah and there, there was just a lot of little things I, was, I just felt like i was playing a final fantasy set in a modern time you know okay i was you know what and i actually i remember now that i i am looking at it when i first booted up the game on parasite eve and i saw um eve in her like red hair and spikes all over the place i was like man this totally looks like a like a nemora character and I looked it up, and sure enough, he was the character designer on Parasite Eve. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well. He was not for Final Fantasy VIII, though. <laughs> oh. But, I, but I, like, as far as as far as uh, Aya goes, though, absolutely, like, I could totally see a resemblance. Because, I mean, they just look like normal humans. Right, right. And that's probably the extent of it, but it felt that way to me. So whenever you were coming up with, with ideas for games to want to try to review, what, what made you want to pick? Parasite Eve. Um, well, you picked it. If you remember, well, I, mean, I <laughs> no, out of, I, your, out of your list. Yeah, honestly, like I was trying to think of games that would be like. I kind of try to do a little bit of everything, just that way. If there was something, because uh, I'll play anything. To be honest with you, I'm not like super picky, especially if I know I'm going to be playing alongside somebody else. That motivates yeah. me to to want to finish it and get through it. Because that that's just right. that's you know you're playing a solo game, but at the same time you're you're playing with somebody because you get to talk to them and compare notes and then talk about it like we are right now and that kind of stuff. Um, So I really didn't care. I just picked five different games completely that I had not finished that I wanted to get to at some point that I knew you would most likely have an interest in as well. Um, And that's why I was like, here, have at it. Take your choice. Um, Dude, that list was amazing. Like every one of the games (laughs) that you picked in that list was like, yes, I haven't beat this. I haven't beat that. And I definitely want to play through this. But Ultimately, what what led me to choose Parasite Eve was the fact that it was kind of it kind of felt like that one that got away from me that I started to play and for whatever reason didn't finish it. Well, actually, I know the reasons. It's because it didn't scratch that survival horror itch that I wanted it to. So so not only that, but it was like one of the shortest games on your list. So as in terms of how long to take to beat it, I did. I will say that I went on how long to beat dot com and looked every one of them up and said, which one does not require the most amount of time? <laughs> That's funny. And it was Parasite Eve. So. No, I, I think that worked out perfectly because it was, you know, we didn't know how it was going to turn out. This was going to be our first, you know, joint review together yeah. and stuff. And 
uh, it, it's probably best that we started off with a shorter game. I didn't even take that into consideration I when I did it. And honestly, I didn't even know how short it was. When I played it as a kid, like the memories that I had of it, I remember spending quite a bit of time with it. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But like, if you would have asked me before we did this playthrough how long I thought it was, I would have said like, oh, I don't know, 30, 40 hours or something like that. Cause just really? cause that's for some reason was, was put into my brain like that. So when you mentioned it and then I went on to how long to beat and saw it and I was like, Oh my, that's a okay. This will work out perfectly. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was blown away by it, by, uh, how short it was. I had no idea and I was happy with it because it, uh, it ended yeah. up, everything turned out really great so definitely need to uh to look at doing some more of that stuff in the future i think once it comes out we're definitely going to and we might do stuff before then but uh we talked about doing um uh crystal chronicles when the remake comes out because i really uh, i had a group of four people originally on we had all had my gamecube we all had game boy advances link cables we did the whole spiel every friday night for like three months we met at my apartment and we all played it was so much fun but the problem was we got to the final uh dungeon and there's a massive difficulty spike and we were like oh, weird holy crap and you know you're, you're playing through with your friends the last thing you want to do is have to grind with your friends you know you yeah. want to get to some action you want to you want to do stuff and everything like that and it it just it just kind of took all the steam out of all the everything that we had and it, we just stop playing unfortunately but it was so much fun before then that game is one i remember when it came out i was super excited about it especially for the multiplayer aspect i thought it was something that i could play with with amy and we i think we did like i would take a controller she would take a controller and i had a game boy advance so we could play together the problem was we didn't uh we didn't really kind of follow through and, and get into it and uh I do remember enjoying the art style and thinking that the com- gameplay concept was unique. Definitely. But we never really got into it. And it's always one that I wanted to go back and revisit. So when they announced that they're bringing it back with online capabilities, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm, I'll be, I'll be to curious it. to see how they do it this time though. Um, because like if they do local co-op, I don't know unless they have some way to make it, you know, to where you can see your menus while everybody else's stuff is still going on. Cause the main reason you were using your uh, game boy advance as the controller on those was because you would choose your magic spells and you switch your equipment and all that stuff from your game boy screen. That way it didn't like secret of mana, the way you're choosing spells and stuff while you're playing co-op, it freezes the game for everybody else. So that one player can choose whatever they're doing. This was yeah. a way to avoid that. You do it, everything on your individual controller. Now, if you're playing online with the remake, I totally get that because you can do all your stuff from your own screen. That's fine. I get that. But if you're playing local co-op with just a controller that doesn't have a second screen, I'm wondering how they're going to do that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Maybe they end up having to pause the game for everybody else. I mean, I don't know how that would suck. Would do it. That would suck yeah. if so, because also the combat's like a lot more fast paced than uh, than Secret of Mana. Um, yeah. Not to mention the uh, you. So you played a two player. Yeah, because that that had to have been brutal with the chalice. Oh, yeah, that may have been the reason why we stopped. To be honest with you, I don't remember why we even stopped, but we did give it a shot. Um, yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. Cause even with four people, it was it was like, all right, who gets Chalice Duty? And I like, <laughs> me, me being the, you know, I, I, I love team games. I love co-op games. I'm always willing to be like, I'll be the last person to pick my character just so I can round out the team. I'll be like, if nobody else wants to be the healer, I'll do it. You know, that kind of stuff. Like I play a healer in Final Fantasy fourteen, But in that, in that game, I was I was like, Pretty much always, if nobody spoke up and volunteered, I'd be like, I'll get it. Don't worry about it, guys. Just guard me. You know, and I, I just run around and, and try not to get hit and stuff. But you put it down and you fight and whatnot. But uh, it worked out because my character was a ranged character. So um, it was, I could just you're, you're put it down and sit in the back. Player. I, do, I, I just love playing with other people. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not crazy about competitive stuff. I like it and I can do it. But, man, you put me on a team with other people oh. and we're all working towards some common goal. That's so much fun to me. I love it. I I wish that you were into competitive stuff because we have been dude daily. I'd say daily. We're playing black ops. It's uh, Amy is addicted to that game. I mean, oh, straight really? addicted to that game. I, I don't know where it came from. She used to love playing paintball when we were uh, younger, when we first met and uh, <clears throat> she got away from it. And I think it's scratching that itch. She always wanted to go back and play again, you know, and, I think it's kind of doing that for her. I see you it's on there all the time on my, on my friends yeah. list on PS4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I, I, there's so many other games I want to play, but 
I'm just having so much fun with it. If you uh, were into it at all, I would highly recommend it. It's it's a good game. I'm actually uh, a buddy of mine uh, yesterday. Um, last week, a friend of mine got Monster Hunter. And then a bu- another buddy of mine yesterday was like, I'm going to get back into Monster Hunter. Did uh, you want to play this weekend? I was like, oh. I probably have to update. <laughs> but yeah, sure. So I'm actually uh, updating that right now. Uh, and I'll probably what? end up playing that this weekend. As much as I liked Monster Hunter... I don't know that I liked it enough to want to go back to it. I, I would not go back to it if I didn't have people to play with. Um, yeah. we, the plan was not to go back to it. Not because, again, same same as you. I, I loved what I played. Like, when we, when we played, I loved playing in a group and just, like, seeing, like, uh, who who was it your brother that was playing with us also, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And, like, I just loved getting in there and just, you know, the three of us just running out there and, and taking down these big, huge beasts as a team and stuff. It was just so much fun. And then, you know... I when, when I would play by myself, it was kind of like this is all right. Or you play with it's, random people, it's like eh, yeah, you know. But it's not man. nearly that is that is a straight up co op game. If you don't have any people to play with you, it's not fun. I, I didn't enjoy my time with it unless yep. we were together playing. But even with that, I reached a point in the game where I was there were no new locations opening up, and we were just beating the same monsters over and over again. And once a game starts repeating itself, that's when I kind of lose interest in it. The good thing is though, I think, I think we played enough to where we definitely got our money's worth out of it for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It was, it was worth the time that I put into it, the money that I paid for it. Uh, But you know, I'm, I'm done with it. Um, Yeah. So are you getting crystal Chronicles on the switch or the PlayStation four that I have not decided yet? I do not know. Um, switch would be great to have it on switch would be great. If the online system wasn't so awful. Correct. So I'm thinking trophies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm going to, I got a video coming out about that, that I'm going to be making because I'm so fed up with trophies. Cause it's like literally affecting what system I buy games for. Oh, and yeah, I'll, I, yeah, I'll address there. in the video, but oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I've <sighs> been there. You should see my gamer score on uh, Xbox. I was so addicted to earning gamer score on Xbox. I've got like 120,000 points on my gamer wow. score on Xbox. Yeah, I don't even think crazy. I have 10,000. Dude, <laughs> I haven't played Forza buy- though. Well, we need to play Forza together for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's a, it's a great game. Um, but there was games that I would buy on the Xbox specifically for the gamer score. I would look up online to figure out which games handed out gamer score the easiest and buy those or not buy them. I would rent them, play them, get the gamer score and then return it. I was, I was that bad about it. My buddy, Brandon, who was on, uh, on my old podcast a few times. He's, he was the same way. Um, once he hit a hundred thousand though, he kind of like dropped off and like, me too. Just wasn't yeah. into it as much. Um, he still <laughs> plays every now and then, but like he was before that, he was like, uh, there was like a Hello Kitty game that he played and like some yep. really super easy, just he was just getting off the wall stuff. And I'd look at it and be like, what are you playing, dude? He's like, I got the game store, man. I do it. Yeah. I, do it. I got silver through it. It's fine. It like, was right. a competition. I took it. I took it very competitively because Xbox would tell you what of your friends, how much gamer score they would have. And yeah. if they were ahead of you or not, it's like that. He can't beat me. I have to get more gamer score than him. And for me, it was, it was, it really was a competitive thing. And, uh, I, I say I'm not competitive, but for certain things I get competitive. I don't know why, but for <laughs> me, it was like, uh, I remember renting Avatar The Last Airbender. That game was the easiest game to get gamer score for. I got you can get the maximum amount, it's like a thousand points from it in, in literally like five minutes in the first five minutes of the game. There's only like five or ten uh achievements to unlock, and they're oh, wow. all combat based and they're very easy combat based. So yeah. yeah, you can get them on the first few enemies that you fight. Uh, Interesting. Was, yep. <laughs> I always remember that one because we tried to get it. But I remember playing uh, like Halo 3 and trying to get through a certain area just so I could get that achievement at the end, you know, and frustrating, super frustrating area of the game. And just for that gamer score. And uh, just to say that I have that achievement point, I kind of miss those days, to be honest with you. I, I don't care about it much anymore. I, w- I want to get there, but I'm. It's starting to hit me with the trophies. Like on PS4, I am. Yeah. Like I, it's just. Mm, I'll save it for the video, but it's just. It, <laughs> it's so fresh. Let's just say 
I totally would have bought Starlink on PS4 had it not been for Star Fox. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And I would have played it differently because I, I would have, if I was on PS4, that is a game that, uh, have you played it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I like I had fun. Oh yeah, right there. Okay, I had fun just unlocking stuff and like actually doing all the side stuff and then hitting all the uh, the points that you could get and everything on each planet. Um, but I got to a point where I got bored of it and I didn't have any reason to do it, so I was just like, all right, well, I'll just go on continue on with the story and stuff like that. If I was on PS4, I would have played it differently and I would have yeah. gone for everything because it was addicting to do weird? that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but on, on my switch, I was like, there's no point. I'm not getting anything out of it. And I, I, I don't say that as like, like Nintendo should get trophies, not by any means. I don't, I'm not advocating for that at all. I'm just saying, I think it's kind of sad that I'm putting, getting a reward over just the fun of the game itself. Yeah. Uh, if that no, makes sense. You're right. You, know? that, you are in the same boat now that I was in with the xbox 360 days i remember getting games like final fantasy 12 on my playstation 2 and being so excited to play that and uh not giving it the amount of time because it wasn't giving me achievement points i needed to go play games that were giving me achievement points so a lot of games went to the wayside i missed out on a lot of games on the playstation 3 on the wii on the ps2 back in those days just because i was so focused everything had to be on xbox 360 um but yeah it doesn't matter to me anymore so which is nice feels like freedom I can that, play a game on the Switch and not worry about it not giving me achievement <laughs> points. So, anyway, hey man, that was a fun discussion. I think we got way off topic, yeah. but uh, <laughs> talking games—that's uh, what we're here for. Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, JJ, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at Game Room Revival on YouTube. I uh, I do reviews, I do rants, I do just me talking about stuff that interests me and. Just a channel that I know I would personally want to watch, and so if other people enjoy it, awesome. Honestly, that's the best way to do it because you got to do something that you enjoy and hope yep. that others like it too. And if they don't, as far as I'm concerned, if they don't like it, it's okay because I still enjoy doing it. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, JJ. Hey, thanks for having me. Always fun. Always fun.